Welcome to Techno and Travel, the podcast of Tunes and Wings. My name is Sabine Spätling and today I take you on a musical journey of Floyd Lavin. He's a house and techno DJ and producer based in Berlin, born and raised in South Africa. With the event series and label Rise, he brings the African house spirit to the Watergate in Berlin. An interview about the inner and outer journey of an African nomad. So in this interview we are talking about his year 2018 in review, how he managed to live the dream, the feeling of feeling at home when the place you were born is different to your current location, the roots of African house music and the electronic music scene in South Africa his favorite spots in South Africa and the focus and outlook for 2019. Enjoy! Floyd Levine, welcome to our interview. It's a great pleasure having you here. Um, you're DJ and producer in uh, Techno and House. You consider yourself as a South African nomad traveling around the world, currently living in Berlin yeah. and um, with your event series and uh, movement at Watergate called yes. RICE, yes. Um, you will celebrate <laughs> your birthday beginning of December. So welcome to our interview. Uh, thank you very much for the welcome and uh, yeah, it's good to be here. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so um, maybe we start with a view back on the year 2018 the okay. year is almost over yeah so how would you describe your personal journey Whoa. in the last year because you had many releases yeah. you were traveling a lot yeah. and yeah oh wow um 2018 was um what can i say a learning experience um it was uncharted uncharted territory so i didn't know what to expect so that's what was uh, the interesting th uh, thing about the year. It was not um, being able to kind of not know, but actually try to experience it more. So there was a lot of traveling, a lot of meeting new people, a lot of challenges in terms of traveling, mm -hmm. a lot of trying to keep up with my schedule in terms of my output of work, um, trying to figure out how to manage studio, trying to also you know please the promoters that have brought me over to places so there was a lot of those um, new challenges that I hadn't faced I'd faced them before but not at this pace mm -hmm. you know so yeah so 2018 was a year of uh, of learning again a year of trying to be consistent a year of trying to focus but mm -hmm. also a year of just yeah just letting go you know what I mean yeah, yeah. so it was yeah it had a bit of everything so I, was, I liked the year. 2018 was a good year for me. Yeah. And what was the biggest learning out of the challenges? How did you <laughs> solve the challenging times? Solve the challenging times? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess to create time, you need... To create the time, you need to be willing to want to make the time. Mm -hmm. So I learned that, you know, uh, I can't please everybody all the time. Mm -hmm. You have to learn to say no. And sometimes no is the most important answer than, uh, than yes. Do you know what I mean? Learning to manage stress is 
basically having the ability to have the strength to say no's and um, knowing my limits. Mm-hmm. I think that was that was the thing, not understanding my limit, finding out you know how my body works. Yeah. So that, that those were the challenges that I faced for 2018. Um, how I overcame them was by listening to myself and mm-hmm. listening to my body and, uh, and, and taking care of my mind, you know, like my, a healthy mindset, actually, mm-hmm. yeah. which was quite difficult, yeah. you know, living in, in I, I say I live in a bubble in such a way, you know, I don't have your everyday routine, so yes. you have to connect to some form of reality in order to kind of navigate the way the world is, you know? Yeah, so that was, um, yeah, that's the key. Yeah, and being opening in one way yeah. to to soak in the different cultures, yeah. but on the other side, focusing on yourself, exactly. being mindful and yeah. everything, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and saying no to some things is saying yes to other things, yeah. right? Definitely, I think the no's open up to different yeses. Yeah. And again, yes, what you said is that, um, yeah, learning to be... Yeah, le- le- learning to be mindful yeah. is pretty hard, yeah, yeah. especially when there's just, you know there's so many things com- coming your way. There's so many distractions, but also so many good things that are coming your way. So many, like um, let's say, the result of a lot of years of of work coming your way. You kind of look at it and go like, "Damn, yeah. <laughs> I wanted this, but not like this." Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And of course, you still it's still amazing. It's not. This is not a complaint. It's just like. Being mindful of the fact that you might dream of something, but when you've actually obtained it, you have to like learn how to manage that dream. Yes. That's the key. Yes. You know, so people dream the dream, but they don't realize that when you get there, you're gonna have to manage yeah. it, and that's the hard part because yeah. this is everything you want, but all of a sudden it's like, oh my god. Yeah. And then you much. find maybe yourself in a way that you're complaining about yeah. things because you didn't learn yeah. to be grateful or yeah. to. Yeah, manage it. Yeah. So when you manage it, you can like really enjoy it as That's well. That's what I mean. Yeah. Definitely, when you manage it, you can enjoy it. Because if you can't manage it, you can, enjoy, you can think you're enjoying it, yeah. but then it becomes a nightmare. That's the thing. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah. It's like the one thing you dreamt about can become a nightmare. You can be always tired. You can be, you know, you can, you, you, you can overindulge in everything from alcohol, drugs, whatever. And then you can end up being tired, missing your with your deadlines, and you know getting to different places in the world, being exhausted, not eating right. That affects your body. Then it starts affecting your mind. Then all of a sudden you're having a burnout. But now you're living your dream. But then that's a nightmare yeah. scenario. Do you know what I mean? While you could also attack it in a different way and be like mindful of, okay, I need to listen to my body. I need to rest more. I need to, you know, um, yeah be on time for things, you know, things like this, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you have to, your dream has to be managed. Yeah. yeah. And if you, if you, if you take a, a accountability for your dream, then you enjoy it. And you're really living your dream right now. And <laughs> that's at least what I read yeah, in the interview yeah, and what I hear from what you're saying. <laughs> How would you say, because really a lot of people want to achieve that, like living the dream. Yeah. Um, How did you build your own way so that you can live it right now? Oh, wow. I think that that's just a, a collection of... Um, I think... I don't know if someone said this, but I remember you either have to do something fully or don't do it at all. 
you know, like, of course, for other people, there's different ways. For me, fully means the mindset of having that all or nothing uh, uh, attitude. You know what I mean? Like, I'd, I'd set out on the goal to, to, to come to this journey. I guess it's the journey yeah. that I'm addicted to, I guess, you know? And, um, yeah, I think getting to this point has been just a lot of sacrifice, mm -hmm. a lot of trying, which is the key. I think I didn't have any, there is no, there's no right answer to this one because I just was able to, to try a lot of different things. There were days where, in years where I was super lazy or super distracted, let's call it that, and I was focusing on other things, but the, the, the key, let's say the key um, mindset was I wanted to do this. I wanted to be able to travel the world and share my experiences in, in, in music and, 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 and collaborate and relate. That was the overall picture. Yeah. How I went about it was so, it was just different ways. I just wanted to live off music, mm. let's call it that, or, yeah. the, or yeah. the, the culture of music. And that's, that was my whole thing. So it was like doing events, doing you know, different things, but everything was always around music. So you know, doing events, promoting night, night events, DJing, making music for that, um, yeah, whatever, whether it's running a space that was connected to that, it was always around some form of entertainment. Yeah. 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 And that was just years of like, you know, the last 10 years of co constantly working at it, slowly and surely, eventually with the right people, the right collaborations, the right, you know, team and collective, you eventually start to, to shape thing that you're looking for yeah and i think you did this the past three years with rice right yeah <laughs> <laughs> um it's a yeah a collective a movement yeah. record label event series yeah. um and you're about to celebrate your third anniversary beginning yeah. of december at watergate and i would also say like african house is really that huge topic right now <laughs> in the electronic music scene i guess you really um pushing that topic as well with yeah, with yeah. rice and um What would you say was the journey the past three years? Wow. I think the journey for the past three years was just actually kind of introducing what was already, let's say, what was already there or reintroducing the essence of, you know, what we believe uh, 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 African electronic music should sound like or is or has been, or, but just reintroducing it to more of a European audience and a global audience at the same time. I think that came together with a big social change that's been happening, whether it's been, you know, from the state side, from the African side, whether it's been technology that's come together. All this has come together to kind of, you know, connect people in, in such a way that people have been craving for something like this, or that's what we perceive they're craving, but we were willing to offer them something that they were not necessarily having, especially in Berlin. They might have had small glimpses of it, but not in, on a let's say, on that kind of scale mm. where it was, you know, it was done uh, uh, in a way that they can be able to consume it. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm trying to get back to the question in my brain. <laughs> like, where did I lose it? <laughs> yeah, it was like the, the, the journey in the last yeah, the journey, Yeah, the journey in the last years has been great, but the, the good thing is that I've had a good collective, mm. a good bunch of people that we can all bounce ideas from, and, uh, and that has been a big change. Everybody's come with different expertise and we've shared a common goal and that was our common goal was just to, you know, to, to, to kind of showcase um, the kind of the essence and the spirit of, um, of what we believe the uh, 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 
an African story is about. And uh, to bring the togetherness with, with that, but through the music uh, and, and, and through the culture and also socially being aware of, uh, of the narratives that we want to retell. You know, because stories are important. And, and if people start to see those stories in such a way that is presented, not like in a media, um, let's say, a media narrative that has got a certain agenda, but more just an authentic agenda that's saying, like, look, we're all diverse type of people. It's a big continent, and we're just the same as you, you guys are. You know what I mean? Everybody's got the same hopes and dreams and, and, and uh, understanding. So why don't we, I think we're more friends than enemies, I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah, Berlin is a creative hub <laughs> for electronic music, of course. Yeah. Um, and you're living here since? Ooh, I've been living here since, I don't want to say, because my German is so bad. <laughs> so every time I say it, people are like, what are you, what, really? That long? Yeah, but uh, the thing is, in Berlin, it's not necessary to speak yeah, German, right? Yeah, it's, it, it is, it is, and it, it should be, but yeah, I've just been lazy. Um, I've been here since 2015, because I used to come here for like three months at a time. And so 2015, and I was here, and then I would like, you know, be here for three months, and then three months I was away, three months, three months, three months. Yeah. And then I finally got my visa so that allowed me to stay for like longer periods. So I would say officially, yeah. two and a half, two, almost three years. Yeah. Two and a half? Two and a half. Let's call it two and a half. Let's make it two and a half. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So in that two and a half or three years, mm -hmm. um, which locations turned out to be your favorite ones? Ooh, it depends though. Like, wow, Berlin is, is, I think I'll never get to discover Berlin, all of it. Like today, I've discovered this place. And it's constantly changing, huh? Yeah. yeah. The moment you think you've got your pulse and, oh, wow. Uh, let, let's say that my favorite places that I've been, I like where I live. I live in, a, um, I live in Prenzlauer, mm -hmm. which I like. I like the calmness of young families. That's my thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm always in a very, my work takes me to very crazy places or my habits. Yes. <laughs> so I like this. I like to have my things around that, Calm, are settled. Settled. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I think I've got this need for settledness, yes, but I've got this urge for like crazy breakout. Yeah. yeah. So I like the area I live, um, and also yeah, and then I also like you know Berlin in the summertime. There's nothing better, and for me, this yeah, of course, there's different parts of the world where I'm at, and I enjoy the summer, but there's something about the city in the summertime. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it excites me. Yeah, and then, you know, my friends end up, you know, going for a beer. It's Club de Visionnaire and then taking a walk somewhere else and then just being by the canals, you know, going to the lakes, you know, those kind of things. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. On a hot summer day and people, are, you can see that, that you know, sitting in the park, yeah. you know, you just, I've got this vision of it, you know what I mean? I can see it, so, yeah. And, like, if you wouldn't need to name one or two restaurants, what are your favorite ones? Ooh, I mean, there's different ones. Um, wow. I love Kokolo. Yes. That's pretty too. cool. It's uh, ramen, right? Yes, ramen. I like that. Good winter days. That's really mm -hmm. nice. Um, down the road from me. Wow, this. I love to eat a lot, actually. I eat a lot of it. Um, when's the last time I ate something? I've been to... Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to be vegetarian now, but if you want a good steak, uh, Sage Beach is pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. Yes. Sage restaurant and then industry standard. Mm -hmm. 
is also good. They, I think it's an Australian or Kiwi guys that they do something really cool. Um, and would you say there is a good African restaurant as well? Did you discover yeah, actually, one? Yeah, actually there is. There's actually a good Ethiopian. That, that is near by Admiral Brooker. Um, that's a really, I don't know what it mm -hmm. is, but it's a good Ethiopian. Mm -hmm. It's by the, uh, by the bridge by Kodbasa. Mm -hmm. And um, where Kokolo is on that, on that street. But coming How Linke Ufa yeah, is it? Linke Ufa, yeah, yeah round, round about there. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to go back to it. Thanks for telling me. I just reminded <laughs> So that is really good. That's the one. And also, uh, uh, which I've been to, uh, um, something like Sinagambia. That is amazing, because Sinagambia is actually run by these ladies. And they, they normally take care of, like, uh, uh, all the refugees that are around there. Actually, the guys that are selling some of the weed and stuff, they all go and kind mm -hmm. of, you know... They go eat there, and it's really authentic. It's really good, and I, I I love that. I love the fish, fish cakes that they make there. So yeah, there's different places that I like to go. Good recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you're from. You're born and raised in South Africa. Yeah. You've been living in London and now in Berlin. I can imagine that you feel, or is is there a place where you really feel at home, or do you feel some kind of Restless because I mean, traveling around and living in other cities is always exciting and yeah. great, but you also discover some or experience times when you feel like actually I don't feel at home yeah. really at a certain place. Yeah, I mean, home for me is Berlin. Yeah, this is this is where I feel at home. I get the point of like, you know, yeah, I love the fact that I travel, but I like to know I can come to my cave. Mm. Home is where I feel like I can. I don't have to impress anybody. Do you know what I'm saying? You just have to be, can be. Mm. And that's, that's, yeah, definitely my home in Berlin. Uh, South Africa is my root, mm. but, like, now Berlin is my home. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I kind of have, like, let's say, lo let's say I have sometimes glimpses of memories of past places, but... I really think about them in, in, in such a way where people go, oh, it was better back then. Mm. I don't have that kind of feeling. I'm like, mm, this is nice. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've got so much more to look forward to mm. than, you know, nostalgia about like, oh, it was great back then or there's a place I would like to be or I'm restless. I would like to go explore, but I like this place yeah. at the moment. It's, yeah. I can see it for a long time. Yeah. And... Um Do you kind of, I mean, because of your work, of course, <laughs> you're traveling a lot, um, do you feel like really soaking up the different energies of the countries you're traveling to? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, like recently I was speaking to you about it. I was like, I went yeah. to, I was in Geneva, so I was really, I mean, I've got such a different, again, like we talked about, it's a conservative view of this super expensive place, um, blah, blah, blah. You don't really think about the places to be, to be, let's say, uh, accommodating. Mm -hmm. And I found it to be, wow, it was amazing. I could soak up the energy. I found it multiracial. It looked, it looked vibey. It looked different than what I had in my brain. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that, that kind of places give me a, a great, something to take away. Mm -hmm. You know, um, Rwanda, I was in Kigali for, a very, for like a short time. And that also left a very big imprint in my brain. Um, 
then you go to a place like Sao Paulo and you're like, what? That is too much for my brain. Do you know what I mean? Because it's just like... Yeah, too much. <laughs> too much, do you know what I mean? And you're like... I'm, I'm not so sure if I go back there again. I just don't even know how I'm going to tackle it. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, you're like, would I want to stay for two days, three days? Do I want to like, you know, of course I want to stay for yeah. longer, but I wouldn't want to do it the way I did it the last time because I was in and out and it was just like I've spent more time in traffic than actually seeing the city. So th- those are the kind of things you start to realize where and, you know, but every, it gives you something, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every place. You take away something. Yeah. Some some is good and some is just your perception of whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. And now back to your roots, South Africa. Um yeah. I already told you I had an interview with Atiye. Yeah. They're also from South Africa. Yeah. And we talked about the positive things in the music scene in mm. South Africa currently and also some yeah, more negative things. I mean there is currently really a lot going on. Yeah. Um, especially European promoters and organizers are going to Cape Town, Johannesburg to have um, events there, festivals there. Yeah. And um, yeah, the thing is also that, for example, um, Cape Town is also very restrictive with curfews um, there. So the, the music cannot really get a home there or evolve with after hours, for example. Okay. Um, so the question is very complex. <laughs> I bring it down to one point. Um, although a lot is going on right now there, um, take us back to the electronic music roots of your country. Oh, Jesus. I, I, I mean, take, take you back. I can only take from a personal experience. Um, yeah. For me, electronic music or youth culture music was was um, it's always been there I guess uh, before music and stuff was much I think it, the, the, the really transcendent uh, music was more politically uh, uh, um, motivated yeah. and that spoke of the uh, let's say of what was happening socially around the, the country when, when I started to really pay attention to music was, was uh, 1994 when when we had our first elections and all of a sudden, you know, apartheid was, in terms of paper-wise, was uh, eradicated. And uh, the music that came out of it was like, you know, dance music, kwaito, which was, you know, a form of, you know, it was playing, you know, uh, old-school records and, and, and singing and rapping on top of them. That evolved to, 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 to a genre called kwaito. That's, again, it was youth culture music, that was a music that was, you know, and then all of a sudden house music came in to, 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 to flourish as well. Deep house culture came in. So yeah. that was, I remember clearly during those times, I mean, I was, I was pretty young, but you can remember like, you know, Africanism, DJ Gregory coming in, music like that. Um, even uh, Martin Solveig, you know, those kind of French influence styles, which of course they got their music from, you know, the continent as well, because, you know, West Africa was, you know, part and part and parcel. France occupied it for a while. So um, those are the roots that I kind of remember. I mean, DJs like DJ Vinnie Da Vinci, who is still playing today, was, was influential in my... Um, uh, education. We had like radio stations that were strictly for house. You know, we had big, we had a big house compilation culture. You always, you know, the favorite DJ that you hear, like DJ Christos, DJ Fresh. They would be like, you know, they would compile all this music from all over the world. You know, 
and put it together for us, it would always be like, we would only know the music through the compilation. So it wouldn't be like, oh, this, this and this is such a person. You'd be like, DJ's fresh, his CD. You know what I mean? So it was pretty much like a mix. Yeah. So, I, you know, only now when I realize, oh, how important a mix is, because you're compiling some, you know, your favorite music for people, you know what I mean? And people are like, wow, I really love the journey that you went through that. That's how I, I would, we would discover music and share music and, and burn and, and, uh, and, 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 and share with each other would be mixes of, uh, of, of other DJs. So that's, that's how, let's say, the music evolved. I mean, there's always, in South Africa, if you look at it, there's two types of worlds. There is... It's so segregated that there's a, a European side of the world and then there's also the ethnic and the more indigenous people yes. side of the world. So you have to kind of have this in mind when you speak about South yes. Africa, you know. Um, from where I came from, house music is huge. It's been massive. We've been one of the biggest consumers of house music in the world for many, many years. And, um, and loads of DJs came to, you know, to South Africa for the dance culture you know and we're one of the first African countries to really embrace four to the floor and really uh, 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 champion it so yeah I mean let's say coming let's say 20 years later 2018 wow it has evolved in such a way that of course we kind of came up with our own version of house music do you know what I mean the kids the, the, the youth cast I think in South Africa it's like one out of every folk kid wants to be a DJ or make music kind of thing something like this do you know what I'm saying that's it it's like that's how big it is yeah you know really popular yeah really popular and uh, so yeah so you kind of feel privileged to, 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 to have this let's say to have this life that everybody else wants to kind of have that so how has it evolved I think we, you can see you've got your let's say your black coffee is the one that has spearheaded himself big internationally I think there's more to come. I just think people are just kind of, let's say, the Western world is just starting to pay more attention now. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, it's a good time. It's a good time. I think we've got a lot of history, and that's the key that we can be able to, to kind of go for, build some on it. Yeah, that's, that, that's a good part. I think we're going to evolve. I don't think we need to compare so much to like what's happening in here compared to there. I just think we've got our own take on it. Yes. And that's the key. Yeah. There's no need to compare it because our own take creates our own uniqueness. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Not people go like, oh yeah, but it's there's curfew times. There's curfew times everywhere. Yes. It's only in Berlin. There's no curfew time. Yeah. But everywhere I've been to, there's curfew yeah. times. You know what I mean? I've been to so many places now. You, you, you're not gonna just like, all right, there's like a after party happening. It doesn't happen all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And yeah. If you if you would have friends for a weekend yeah. in South Africa, what would you do with them? What do they definitely have to see and which Whoa, places? Yeah. Or one week maybe. One week, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, oh, one week, okay. I mean, it's a lot to unpack. South Africa is so different, so diverse. Uh, different cultures, different languages, 11 of them. Um, I would say... I would take them to Johannesburg first because that is the melting pot. It's, it's Africa's number one city. Yeah, and um, I would go to inner city Joburg, of course, take them to Soweto to feel the culture as well and feel the vibe and feel the, 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 the energy of, that, um, of the space. And I would like to say, yeah, take them to Cape Town. I mean, that's oh, you can kind of get that in most places. I and mean, you, you just go up north. You need to... 
experience the the let, I wouldn't say the real because everywhere else is real in South Africa, but like yeah. Up north is amazing. Mm. You know, you kind of have to see the animals up front. You know, you want to see, um, you want to see the beauty of 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 the, of the landscape, especially going up north to Mpumalanga and to all those kind of places. You know, the, it's also pretty beautiful out there. You know, it's uh, it's tropical. It's it's dense. There's forests. There's hills. There's valleys. Yeah. You know, those are the kind of places. And then you kind of go through and you you feel you feel connected, you feel more, uh, yeah, you feel more connected. I guess I would, I would like to say Cape Town as well, yeah. but, you know, of course, because I'm, I'm pretty much, I love, to, I love to be there, but I guess once you've seen a beach, you've seen a beach. Yeah. Yeah. And would you say it's more European-influenced than transport? I wouldn't say Cape Town. I mean, Cape Town in general is bigger than just the CBD. Um, I just think people feel it's European influence because they're kind of surrounded by people that look like them if they say Europeans. But it's still still Africa for me, you know? Yeah. 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 And which are your favorite clubs in Johannesburg? Because it seems like I need to need a writer travel guide about it. <laughs> oh, man, there's really good ones, actually. Um, I think Kitchener's is an interesting place. It's like a 19... I think the bar was like... It was an old gentleman... Not gentleman's bar, I would say that. Old pub mm -hmm. like I think 1904 it was for the workers that, but now you know that's where it's the center of Josie this is Bramfontein this is where the most forward thinking you know street culture is coming from and um, it's great to go check it out the, the, the music that comes out of there every it's like a it's like a it's like a bar but they've converted into it's like you know it's yeah the place is buzzing and then for more techno start there's, uh, there's Toy Toy which is also in, in, in a city um, for a Sunday, there is like uh, I think there's a rooftop uh, happening called uh, I think it's a green room or the mm -hmm. something yeah something like this I don't know yeah. what it's pretty cool as well you know and then there's Maboneng which is like uh, gentrified in inner city Joburg so you get like this market you get this great mix of people and um, neighborhood market that kind of vibe so those are the areas I would say. You have to check out when you come to Joburg. That's that's the, that's the vibe there. Yeah. 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 I feel like I need to go there right now. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. I think that's my goal for 2019, yeah. probably. Okay. Um, nice. So when you look at the year 2019, yeah. What are your goals and what is your <laughs> vision for the year? My goals for 2019: get a diary. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Um, I always, what I like to do is always create one word that I work base myself on. Uh, I think, I, like for example, I would say 2007, 16 was a year of consistency, and then I would go to 2017, build on that up. I was like, okay, the year of focus, mm -hmm. you know. And then, like you know, 2018 was. I think I had, I've always had different themes, so. Um, so 18, 18. was um, managing I mean, it was collaboration, and being... Something like this. Okay. It was collaboration. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I think 2008, 19 would be... Uh, <laughs> I haven't even thought about that one. But, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I, I kind of have to build on to that. I think it's just themes. You can... You just to create the theme. doesn't have to... You don't have to structure it, but... <clears throat> I would from, say... From yeah. the feeling? From the feeling, I think... Um, 
letting go of expectations. Mm-hmm. I think that would be that would be the year of 2019. Yeah. Letting go of expectations. You know, you what do you expect of yourself. You know, but also be willing to to be vulnerable enough to accept different types of help inside. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So you have to have those strength. You have to have the strength. So I would say the year of courage. That's the year. Being courageous. Because courage is different to bravery. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because bravery is a momentary action. Courageous is a, is a way of life. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So let's see you in one year with yeah. another interview. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited what your year will bring. Thank and you. Um, looking forward to all the things you're yeah. doing to all the shows and yeah. releases. Yes. Thank you so much for taking the time for Thank the interview you. and for your interesting insights. I really enjoyed every minute. <laughs> It was you. a great conversation. Thanks a lot. And yeah, all the best for your anniversary at Watergate soon. <laughs> thank you. Hopefully you you'll come through. But yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for the for making the time. A pleasure. <laughs> hope you like this podcast episode and interview with Floyd Lavigne. So when you have time, the first weekend of December, I really recommend visiting him at Watergate in Berlin. And let me know your feedback about this episode on one of the social media channels of Tunes and Wings, either Facebook, Instagram, or the closed community of techno lovers on Facebook. Thank you so much for listening. Rock and roll and stay tuned.